0: Gracias. Hello, everyone! It's time for Vanish Chicago Land Stories to podcast. I'm your host, Pete Tanis. This is episode 300, season 12. Today's date is January 28th, 2024, and welcome to the program. And yes, we have reached 300 episodes. Oh, can't believe it! I still can't believe it. <laughs> oh, what a journey this is! This is, I mean. You know, I'm just speechless because I can't even talk uh, correctly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. So on this milestone episode, I will discuss my uh, tribute to actor and comedian John Belushi. And I will talk about my memories of watching him on television and the movies. And uh, this will be... He, Very interesting, because he had an interesting career. Uh, I'll touch about his personal life, but not too much. So I will explain later about that. So right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Pillsbury Fruit and Crunch Cake. (laughs) And here's a commercial from 1973. I sort of remember this, vaguely. so. Uh, I saw this commercial on YouTube and, uh, the product looked very, uh, tempting (laughs) and very tasty. All right. So sit back and relax and I'll be right back with the program folks. Thank you. Mom, Billy's eating the dessert. having a snack. Dessert. Says right here, snack. Dessert. Is fruit and crunch a snack cake that makes a great dessert or a dessert cake that makes a great snack? To find out, open the package, take out the cake mix, the real fruit filling, and crunchy topping. Mix and bake. Snack. Dessert. Snack. Dessert. Fruit and Crunch, the snack and dessert cake from Pillsbury. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Pillsbury Fruit and Crunch cake. They kept the kids are going back and forth. It's a fruit. It's a snack. It's a you know fruit snack cake, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's a snack. To me, it's a dessert. It doesn't matter. It's anyway. I remember this uh, product. You know, too much, too much, uh, too much, too much surprise. I, I remember it. So, so uh, look pretty good. Right now, we got granola, you know, bars filled with filled with fruit and all that and snack bars they're delicious as always okay at the beginning of the program i mentioned this is my 300th milestone episode and i will do my tribute to actor and comedian john belushi yeah uh mention a couple of things before i get started uh one uh, there were two deaths this week. I want to get that out, get those out of the way. First was the singer uh, Melanie, and uh, she died January twenty third. And her famous uh, songs were one was "Lay Down," "Candles in the Rain," you know, "Lay Down, Lay Down, Lay Down, Lay Down, Lay on. <laughs> yeah, I got drifted away. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, then, uh, the other one was brand new key and it's kind of a cute tune. Uh, I like it. You know, I used to hear this, these songs on the radio in the seventies, uh, like on WLS a lot, you know, and also FYR, uh, on that too, you know, like the, uh, so they were, she, she was a great singer, you know, she was a great, uh, singer, songwriter, you know. Uh, she was still touring, uh, as far as I know. You know, but I don't know if she was composing new music. Probably, you know. But uh, my condolences to the family. You know, so that's that's very sad. Uh, and then the second person that passed away was Charles Osgood. Uh, he was a uh, commentator on radio and television. Mostly, he was on CBS and. Uh, CBS News uh, Sunday Morning. He had that. He was there for about over twenty years, and he did uh, the Osgood file. He did that from the seventies all the way till a few years ago. I used to watch him sometimes on Sunday mornings uh, if I didn't find anything to watch. <laughs> he was pretty good. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. A, he seemed like a nice man. Very, uh, very intelligent. Like that. You know, he, he wore the bow tie later on, you know, with the suits, you look very distinguished, you know, uh, great man, uh, very great, uh, good man, indeed. Okay. Uh, right now, uh, one more thing before I get started, I just want to mention about this uh, milestone episode. Uh, it took me about 300 episodes. To tell you the truth, I wanted to do a podcast, but I wanted to do like maybe 10 or 20 and just quit, you know, and this uh, that's it, you know, because uh, in the beginning, I didn't do so hot. <laughs> I, I was just awful because I kept stammering. I'm nervous. You know, I made mistakes. My facts were wrong. You know, and people mentioned that or send me emails. You go, know, oh, Pete, this is wrong. You could do better stop with the ab okay i I get the message, <laughs> but I do my best because I'm human i'm i am human i i do not like I don't like speaking uh I know it's like public speaking I know there's nobody there where I'm recording it's just me, my microphone, and a computer. I mean never have an audience I am talking to an audience, but uh one thing that makes me comfortable is uh i know they're not in my house <laughs> they're not, they're not here but they can listen every word that i say and that's nice but i also get compliments uh very nice ones indeed they they listen to uh my podcast on the on the radio you know like on spotify uh any apps, so Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Also, uh, I don't know if I'm sat- on satellite radio, maybe. I think I was, or were, or am. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I have no clue. So, but I can't, re- I can't believe I reached fi- 300 episodes so far. I've started this in March 2021. I will do an anniversary show in in about a month and I, you know, about a, mo- a couple months I'll do something. And, uh, the thing, what's so beautiful about this podcast is about Chicago and its history. And there's so much to talk about. There's so many things, so many things that are gone and, and they use my memories of growing up in here, you know, and talk about those, uh, Things that have disappeared, you know. Uh, I get, I've i received suggestions from people, uh, you know, t- why don't you talk about this? Why don't you talk about that? A um, th- few things I don't want to talk about is politics. This is not a political show. You, you want a political show? Go listen to a Chicago podcast that deals with politics or anything controversial, you know. Uh, sports. Sports. I might dabble a little bit. Yeah, I'm not a sports fan, but uh, I will talk about if it's a a famous athlete that passed away. I will, men- I will talk about that. But I, the thing is, I, I have no knowledge of it, you know, um, because I'm like I said, I'm not a sports fan, but uh, I don't watch it on TV. But there are podcasts that do that. I'm sure there are. And you can listen if you like, you know and they really those i've listened to tell you truth i've listened to one just to get an idea and they're they do a pretty good job you know they discuss their uh their career their statistics their how long they played all that they're awesome They, they really are i thank them for that you know but me it's just just things uh, that have disappeared in Chicago, you know, like stores, banks, restaurants, bakeries, uh, you name it, you know, and uh, also like famous people, like for example, John Belushi, I will talk about him because he was born here in Chicago. And uh, that's the reason, and that's the reason why I chose uh, John Belushi to be my 300th Uh, episode. Someone emailed me a long time ago. He said, why don't you talk about him? And I said, I would but I want to save it for a special occasion. And fair enough, here he is. I will talk about him. So I I made the decision to talk to discuss uh, John Belushi. You know, this, I have a feeling this won't be easy uh, to talk about him because uh, he made us laugh made us cry you know uh for his personal life i will touch into it not very much because we know what happened to him and we feel very sad you know uh some people are angry at him for what he did you know and uh so that's uh you know that's kind of hard it's hard for me you know it's been gone for so many years, you know, but his work has, li- has lived on, you know, and he's still remembered for his great work on uh, Saturday Night Live, his movies, you know, so we'll get started right now, okay? All right. Here we go. Uh, so, uh, John Belushi was born, John Adam Belushi on January 24th, 1949, which, uh, this week was his, he would have been 75 years old. Yeah. And, uh, he was the original cast members of the, uh, of the, uh, cast of Saturday, of Saturday Night Live and, uh, the show premiered on October, 1975. And, uh, I remember watching the show i don't think i saw the first show maybe i did i think i did i think i did uh i I know the first host the first host of the show was george carlin he did that i bought the dvds uh i'm only i only bought like about the first uh first season i haven't bought the, the rest of them i should because they're all there um and uh, I watched the first show, and it seemed kind of awkward, you know, not, uh, you know, like how it is now. And uh, it, it took a little time, you know, to get used to it. So, um, so I remember seeing John Belushi for the first time. And I think the first time I saw him was, uh, he was a bee. <laughs> You remember the bees, you know, where they come out with the, with the wavy antennas and they're <laughs> dressed in the striped outfits. <laughs> That's hilarious, you know, and uh, it's hilarious like that. And um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, with John Belushi, you had a, other cast members were there, of course, like Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin, Lorraine Newman. Gilda Radner, uh, Garrett Morris, uh oh, but I didn't forget anybody Chevy Chase. Excuse me. Uh so he, John belushi created a lot of uh characters, um, very famous ones indeed. Uh like for example, uh one of my favorites, he did the Beethoven. <laughs> he was you know, and he was just standing there, dressed up uh, like Beethoven, and then Gilda Radner played his wife, and uh, he didn't want to eat, he just wanted to compose, you know, and Gilda Radner says, you must eat, Ludwig, Ludwig! <laughs> And then he starts uh, composing, you know, something classical. And then it turns out to be something like rock and roll. I remember one, it was like one from the, from my girl, from the temptations. (laughs) And then one time he uh, put on some dark glasses and he became very Charles. (laughs) That's hilarious. That, That is so funny. And, uh, you know, and then the other, uh, he did a weekend update. Uh, he was like a guest commentator, and he would start slowly talking about something, you know, with Jane Curtin or with uh, Chevy Chase. And he, then he would just get off the rails and just went berserk, you know. You know, like the passion came uh, instantly. It's like, whoosh, and just like that. Yeah, it's interesting uh let me talk about his personal life first uh where he grew up and how he got started uh he grew up in chicago uh illinois uh his father owned a restaurant yeah i didn't know that he uh he owned a restaurant called uh F- the fair oaks and that was on North avenue. i don't know where in North avenue it was you know and then uh and uh, let's see their parents lived on in Humboldt park which is fine his mother agnes was a pharmacy worker and then uh she was born in ohio and uh their parents were albanian like that and then they they moved from the humble park to wheaton illinois and that's where he went to school he went to high school along with uh he had two brothers, Billy and Jim, and sister you We all we all know Jim Maluski, of course. And uh, and then that's where, and then he uh, and that's where he met his wife, Judy Jacqueline. He met her in 1965. He formed a band called the Ravens, and they recorded one single called "Listen to Me Now, Jolly Green Giant." I did, you know, I never heard this record. Maybe it's out there on YouTube. I hope it is. I don't know. Yeah. But that was like a long time. And uh, then he enrolled in the College of page up in Glenelg, Illinois, and then, and then attended the University of Wisconsin for just a year, not much. And then uh, he joined Second City, you know, in Chicago, you know, uh, the comedy troupe perform there you know and met a lot of people he met a lot of people from saturday Night live before he went to new york you know to perform like that and uh so they he was cast in 1975 uh lauren michaels was the head of saturday Night live they he looked at me he looked like he had potential so he gave me a shot wow well, okay uh so over the years, uh his famous characters were uh samurai fatuba. <laughs> you know, he played a samurai warrior, you know, he you, you know, he talked like that. You know, sometimes he was working in a deli, sometimes he was working uh where else was he working? I remember a deli. I, I remember maybe a dry cleaner or something. But I do remember the most famous skit he did was uh, Samurai Knife Fever. (laughs) Lorraine Newman played the grandmother. I remember that. And uh, they were like, I remember, they were like Italian. And this guy was Japanese. (laughs) And uh, he wanted to go out and he's, you know, styling his hair like John Travolta, you know, Tony Moreno, like in his bedroom and then he went to the disco and he's uh dancing up a storm and he was like and then they played the staying alive you know in the background and it was called samurai night fever which i thought was the funniest thing I ever saw it was the funniest thing you ever did it was it was awesome it was great also he did uh the greek owner of the olympic cafe uh peak young course, I'm Greek. I can pronounce his uh, name correctly. We all know what uh, the famous uh, thing that they said in the restaurant, you know, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Uh, This is based on the Billy Goat Tavern in downtown. Uh, I only went there once and uh, should go again. And then cheeseburger, no, no, no Coke, Pepsi. No Coke, Pepsi. I remember one time Jean Curtin went in and as a customer she says uh, she wanted to, uh, I don't know, use the phone. She didn't want a cheeseburger but she relented and uh, said, yeah, I'll have a cheeseburger and I'll have a Coke. No Coke, no Pepsi. All right. And she got fr- frustrated. <laughs> also, I forgot to mention this on Weekend Update when he did um, that um, You know, when he did his commentary, he would say at the end, but no. (laughs) Also, he also uh, impersonated Joe Cocker. I remember that. He did a good job of that. A very good job. One of my favorite portrayals, what John Belushi did, uh, well, the the first two. One was he was Captain James T. Kirk of Star Trek. I heard he was a huge fan of that uh, show. And uh, and he loved the care and he loved the character he played. They did the start to sketch. Also, uh, my I don't know if people agree with me on this. I discussed this with my brother, and he said, "Nah, that wasn't that funny," but I thought it was. And he portrayed Elizabeth Taylor, <laughs> and that's when she was uh, overweight at the time. And uh, so, Jen Belushi is dressed up like her, wearing a black wig with lots of jewelry, eating a. Uh, looked like a rotisserie chicken <laughs> sitting there. And she's eating, and she got choked on it. <laughs> uh, that was funny. I heard Elizabeth Taylor at first didn't like it, you know, but I think she. Uh, but she, when she heard he passed away, you know, she felt kind of sad about it. But did a brilliant job i thought it was hilarious he did other things he did other things but we all know what he did best he did he was in the blues brothers yes with dan Aykroyd. of course he was there and uh at first when they appeared it wasn't that great but then it caught on and then uh Somebody, uh, I guess somebody from Hollywood contacted him and says, Hey, why don't you do a movie? And they did. And, uh, so he, his character was Jake, uh, and, and they were Jake and Elwood, the blues brothers. Yeah. So, and, uh, they sang, uh, sing a lot of songs. They made an album. You know, I saw the movie in 1980 at Fort City uh, Cinema. That was awesome. I like it. That, that movie's a classic, you know, with the chase scene in the mall, in the city hall, and uh, the, the, the the scene with the chickens with Laretha Franklin. <laughs> uh, or they went to Shea Paul, and uh, Pee Wee Herman was a waiter. You know, that's a great movie. I, I like it. It's uh, – I will talk about his movies in just a moment. So and then he left in nineteen seventy-nine along with Dan Aykroyd. So they want to concentrate on their film career. I don't know if he returned. No, I don't think so. No. I think Dan Aykroyd did one time or another. And uh, but but behind the scenes, you know, he had a drug problem. And, uh, well, a lot of people knew, and uh, the audience, like, you know, like you and I didn't notice or didn't know about it. You know, you you hear it from the, uh, like, the tabloids, you know, for example, like Star Magazine, National Choir. Some of it was true. Some of it wasn't, you know. So uh, that's a shame. All right. Right now I'm going to take a break about uh, just a just a moment and then when I return I will talk about his movie career. Besides *Booze brothers, he started in a lot of classic films and I'm sure you know what they were. Okay? I'll be right back folks. Okay everyone, I am back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the first segment of my milestone episode of the of my tribute to actor and comedian John Belushi. I talked about his TV career. Now I'm going to talk about his movies. Uh he didn't star in many movies. Um, he uh, his first like role uh, was Animal House. Now we know about this movie, <laughs> and he played uh, Bluto. You know John Blutarsky. Uh, what can I say about this movie? I first saw it in uh, Fort City Cinema when it was released. Uh, you know, to tell you the truth, I got sneaked in. So I sneaked in to see it. You know, I was underage because it's it was rated R. <laughs> well, a lot of friends in, my, in high school did, uh, so I did the same. So I, I forgot how we managed to do that, <laughs> but we did. We went in and... Uh, when that movie came on the screen, I'm like, "What is this? <laughs> what is?" This? You know, it's uh, it, was, it was it was it looked like something out of a Marx Brothers movie. It's like all these shenanigans and gross things and all kinds of jokes. And, you know, somewhere in nudity and oh my god! <laughs> but you know who st- stole the movie was, of course, John Belushi. You know, uh, he was uh, not educated. He was a slob, didn't care about his future. He just uh, made a mess of things. He just wanted to drink and have a good time. And uh, there were a couple of things, well, there were a few things that uh, that stood out that were my favorite. One is uh, when they were in the cafeteria and he was eating the jello and he just slurped it all up. <laughs> and then he uh went over to the table with um the other uh fraternity yeah fraternity yeah uh they were rivals like that and he put and he put all these mashed potatoes in his mouth and he became a zit and he just went, <laughs> and squirted out to those guys i'm glad he did they were obnoxious guys like that and of course uh let's see i remember one. he was climbing uh The sorority house. (laughs) Well, you don't get the idea. You know, he was on a ladder and then he saw something shocking and he just fell. (laughs) Well, it was just a woman undressing, So that's what it was. And then, oh yeah. And uh, of course the toga party, he's yelling, toga, toga, toga. And one scene, I don't know if everyone remember this. It's like when uh, you had Flounder and Pinto. Uh, played by Tom Hulse and uh, Stephen First, they wanted to be. They wanted to join uh, Delta House, and uh, they go through screening, and they showed on a projector. And once they showed Flounder, you know, because he was a slob, he, he looked like he had no self-esteem. When they showed him on the screen, uh, John Belushi's character went like this. Ah! And then they all threw beer bottles at, at the screen. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing I ever saw. I, mean, was, I can't get that out of my mind. And one last scene was, uh, which didn't make any sense. Uh, it was like towards the end they want to uh, they were expelled and they want to you know seek revenge on uh, Dean Wormer. You know, Buddha was just sitting there and he took this jar of mustard and he just poured himself on him. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, what is the meaning of, of that? Oh, <laughs> uh, I asked my brother this and he said, oh, I don't know. He just, it was, it, it didn't make sense. Like, you know, one day we we watched it on DVD my mother watched it with us and uh, she thought it was she thought it was stupid you know this movie but she liked it you know And when she saw the, the scene with the mustard and she said it in greek look what he's done to himself <laughs> it's funny in greek trust me that's a classic movie yeah and then the next movie he, he was in going south with uh, jack nicholson uh, I've seen that movie uh, once. It was okay. He was pretty good in that. Also, he did here's a movie he starred in uh, that I totally forgot, and it's called Old Old Boyfriends. And that was a movie, and it starred Telly uh Keith Carradine, uh, John Houseman, and Buck Henry. And uh, it was a drama. I. I I remembered this, they were releasing this in the theater. You know, I remember the promos, but I never saw it. So now I'm curious. I hope I can find it and watch it and see how John Pelucci played. You know, because uh, how, how he plays dramatic roles, you know, because uh, maybe he's versatile. I guess he is, you know. Okay, the next one is 1941. I saw this movie in the theater at Fort City Cinema with my brother. It wasn't a big hit, but it had an all-star cast. I thought it was hilarious in the movie, Uh, but it doesn't really hold up very well. But it's kind of a classic. You know, Steven Spielberg directed it. So uh, I remember the posters. They showed uh, John Belushi on it. Uh, right outside the cinema. And, of course, the next movie is uh, The Blues Brothers. And John Belushi uh, portrayed Jake Joylet Jake Blues. <laughs> I covered that. So, um, you know, we're on a mission from God. <laughs> like the, the And the next movie, he was in Continental Divide. Uh, the, it was a drama. Uh, he played Ernie Suchak. That character is based loosely based, I believe, uh, from, from Mike Royko, you know, the, uh, role of the Chicago Sun Times. I've seen it once, long, long time ago, and I thought it was pretty good. I, I like to watch it again, and uh, he's very calm in this movie, not very uh, crazy, not not much. He was he uh, was pretty good. I'm glad he made this movie. You know, uh, I don't know if it was a big hit. Probably not. I don't know. A lot of people don't remember him for that. And the last movie he played was Neighbors, and that came out in 1981. And he starred with uh, Dan Aykroyd, Catherine Moriarty, and Catherine Walker. Uh, I've seen parts of it. I didn't see. I don't know if it was good or not. Maybe, you know, but it's sad that it was his final role, you know, and uh, that's a shame, you know, like that. But the, I got to watch these movies again, you know, just to get the feel of, of you know, to uh, rediscover you know, John Belushi in those roles. Because, uh, you know, he didn't make many films. No, he didn't if he was a lot still alive i think it would have been great he would have done more dramatic roles he would have won an oscar who knows like that okay anyway um but you know we all know what happened to him you know he had a drug problem and uh started using cocaine uh, that stuff is nasty it's terrible like that and uh of course uh, he dry, he died on uh, March fifth, nineteen eighty two. He was only thirty three years old, and that's so sad, you know. And that was all over the media, all over the media. And uh, it was uh, people were I don't know, maybe most people were shocked. Some well, uh, maybe some, maybe people close to him weren't. You know, what I didn't understand is how come he didn't get an intervention. You know, these days, you know, when you have a problem your family confront you and you, you know, they intervene and they say, you need help. You got to get help. You you're killing yourself with this crap. You got to take care of yourself. You know, I don't know why they I don't know why they didn't do that. I don't understand, you know, but uh, didn't take care of himself very well. He just wandered. Uh, I read somewhere that he would just go to someone's, house you know a stranger's house he just you know knock at the door you just crash in <laughs> and just you know help him summon in the refrigerator my <laughs> dad <like Ed> Norton <laughs> would do that uh, which which was funny like that so well that's terrible that really is terrible like that and uh, so you know just most people I would tell most people don't think about uh, you know the things that he did bad think of the stuff that he did good you know his work in tv and movies you know yes he was a drug addict of course you know but uh, he didn't realize what he had you know it's it's such a waste it really was i'm, I'm i feel so i feel sad for his uh, wife you know she remarried after that and um now, his brother Jim Belushi, you know, he went on to a, uh, he started Saturday Night Live later on, and then he got uh, his own sitcom, according to Jim. He was pretty funny in that. Did some movies, and he's doing okay, that's good. And uh, he also has a nephew, Robert Belushi, it's doing fine. So, the, uh, the acting dynasty lives on, <laughs> so that's great, that's wonderful, and uh uh i think we all miss them. we really do we, we miss them very much okay so that's it for episode 300 of my milestone uh episode and i did my tribute to actor and comedian john belushi okay so at this Podcast will be published later on today. Uh, wherever podcasts are, are available Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, also on Breaker, Overcast. Also, will be posted on my blog uh, www.vanishicagoland.blog. Also, uh, it'll be my YouTube channel. Again, People have asked me for the uh, this past weekend, Pete. Where where do I find your podcast? What's the easiest way way to listen and watch your podcast? You know, you can watch. I say, I tell them, go to YouTube. Go to YouTube, do a search, Vanishing Chicago Stories, or my name, Pete Costanos. You will find it, and uh, just start listening. Subscribe. You can listen to past episodes if you wish; they're all there, all three (laughs) hundred. Wow, like that. And also, this will be shared on my social media accounts. You know, Facebook X, uh, Instagram, Threads, uh, LinkedIn, Reddit, and also I'm on Blue Sky. That takes a little time for that, but it'll be there if you happen to join uh, recently like that and uh so i hope i did a good job for my 300th episode uh i'm still nervous Uh, i hope i didn't goof it up (laughs) i try to okay so next episode will be 301 but uh but episode 300 is the last show of the season so we're going to start season 13 doesn't sound lucky. So uh, I think of something. Probably do one on Tuesday. We will see. Uh, if you have, you can make comments, if you like, or suggestions. I am here to listen. You know, we'll see about that. Okay. So this is Pika Steiners, your host of Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Have a happy Sunday. Today's weather is kind of eh, the same. Cloudy chilly no sun (laughs) where is the sun i don't know where it is hopefully it'll come soon the good news is it's not snowing and it's not freezing you know i'd rather have this weather than that weather uh well i don't like humidity either i don't like hot weather either i'll take this this is fine it's comfortable in a way okay so uh, here's bye bye for me and here's a little traveling music with ray rayner saying bye 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 take care everyone and thank you for joining me on this special episode okay okay so uh take care everyone and so long we have to go bye bye bye